Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Atlanta! You know what's going on. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, Hey, man. man. It's Monday. We are about to introduce our new head basketball coach, Quinn Snyder. As a matter of fact, we will carry the presser live here for about 20 minutes or so before we dive into all the things, and we will, all the things that happened over the weekend, including a couple of wins for our Hawks. So, Mike, coming out of the All-Star break, you get a couple of dubs, we're a game above 500, and now you have a new coach. I don't know, and we'll talk about it all afternoon. Quinn Snyder is going to join us at 4 o'clock here on Dukes and Bell Live, so make sure you tune in for that. But I don't know the impact. Somebody was asking me today, how much impact can he have? I'm not sure. All I can tell you is that he comes in, um, and I think this is more about evaluating Mike and implementing as much as he possibly can all of the stuff that you really want to do, Mike, you do it in the offseason, right. you know? Well, I mean, the, the precedent from back in 2021, nobody really thought we were going to make a run in the Eastern Conference Finals, so I don't rule that out. But first things first, you'd love to get yourself locked into that sixth seed and avoid all the trouble you had to deal with the play-in games last year. No doubt. And Trey, man, look, he brought the heat on and off the court last night, and that's the kind of Trey magic you and I have been talking about the last few months. When to Get back to that superstar stuff, which we saw two years ago, which has been kind of intermittent the last two seasons. Well, listen, yesterday, big lead. I thought they were going to blow him out and run away with it, and then they make a run, they get back in it, and you have to finish games. It's something we haven't been good at this year. They didn't do a lot of this. This is why we're in you know, the position we're in. Right. They finished the game yesterday, and more importantly, the star finished the game. So it was a nice win. Uh, we want to see more. Um, I know many of you are tuning in as we await the start of this press conference with Quinn Snyder, New Hawks head basketball coach. It's five years, $40 million, as he will start immediately, which means tomorrow against the Trailblazers, guys. Uh, or check that, against the uh, Wizards. Trailblazers mm-hmm. are going to be on Friday. But um, I know a lot of you are tuning in and wanting to know what we think about some of the things that were done and said on social media over the weekend. And we'll certainly address the elephant in the room. We will. We have plenty of time to get to it between now and 7 o'clock. So do not, do not wait. Do not hesitate. That uh, We will not get to that. We will. We're going to talk about all things Atlanta Hawks today. Uh, we'll get to what happened with the Braves over the weekend. We'll certainly talk about uh, the combine, which starts this week. we got a lot in store here on a big Monday. But we await Quinn Snyder's words because, Mike, I think – Everybody believes that, you know, you insert new coach, right, and things are just going to take off. Now, Joe Prunty's coached for two games. He had like three days or whatever it was to try to get this team ready. There were some different rotations. There were some yeah. new things thrown in the mix, you I could just, argue. I, and, and that's fine. I'm just going to say I don't know how much Joe Prunty could do, you know, in the time that he was given. Well, he's got a, he's got a 2-0 record permanent with his Hawks. And now you think about Snyder, we said to Andy Randy, 
this is a younger guy. I mean, look, he's in his 50s, but you think of him as a college player who's worked with young players. All right, let's head live to the press conference. This is the introductory press conference of Quinn Snyder. Our practice home of the Atlanta Hawks for a very, very big day for us today. We are happy to have you all here with us. We have all kinds of folks. We got players, we got staff, we got media, we got fans. It's a great gathering here for a very special occasion. We'd also like to welcome those of you who are watching on Valley Sports South and Valley Sports Southeast and listening on our Hawks flagship radio station, 92.9 The Game in Atlanta. My name is Bob Rathman, and it is my pleasure to introduce to you these two gentlemen. We'll begin with the general manager of the Atlanta Hawks, Landry Fields. Yeah, thank you, Bob. It's good to see everyone here, everyone in the media as well, across uh, all technology spaces. Um, for us, this is a very, very exciting day. Um, everything that we've spoken about from a front office, you know, the vision of being a championship caliber franchise, the values of character and unity and placing a strong emphasis on development, that doesn't just happen overnight. You know, it starts with the group that's in there right now, but for us, it's all about looking for partnership, partners that can help us get us to where we need to go and do it in a way that's authentic and true to Atlanta when it comes down to it. And so for us, Getting to know Quinn and getting to know his family and welcoming them to Atlanta is something that's huge for us and it's absolutely huge for this franchise. And I couldn't be more proud than to sit up here and say that we've got a hell of a coach and we're very excited about bringing him in and helping us lead this group going forward. So appreciate you. Thank you, Quinn. Thank you. Thank you. And I get the pleasure of introducing the 15th full-time head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, Quinn Snyder. Okay. We first got to know one another when he was the point guard at Duke for Mike Krzyzewski taking the Blue Devils to three out of four Final Fours during his run there in Durham. And I was looking back today, Quinn, the first game that I called for you was at Cameron Indoor Stadium your junior year against Clemson. And you only won that one by about 40. Did so I play? We, Did I play? You had a great game. Okay. Right. You had a great game. I don't remember. But Quinn has been successful at all levels of basketball, whether it's the collegiate level, in the G League, of course, in the NBA. His run at Utah, he won as many games as any coach except for the late great Jerry Sloan. He had outstanding teams that were disciplined at both ends of the floor, a, a coaching genius. And it's a pleasure to introduce to you a guy who was with us as an assistant coach in the 13-14 season, and we welcome him back to Atlanta. I can't be happier to introduce my friend and the new head coach of the Hawks, Quinn Snyder. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Well, it's really, it's exciting to be back here and back here with Landry. Um, I guess I'd like to start by thanking Tony and Jamie for this opportunity. Um, as I said, it's something that, that I'm awfully, not just excited, but grateful. Um, I've had a chance to coach in this league for 16 years, and I've had a chance to work in some fantastic organizations with some really, really good, talented people. Um, so, you know, when I was looking um, for the next opportunity, I, I think I had a good idea about the things that were important to me. And, you know, the process of getting to know Landry, um, Kyle, um, seeing the things that, that were important to them and important to Landry in particular were things that just lined up with, with, with what I was looking for. Um, you know, someone that's, you know, not just bright, but creative and innovative, understands, I think, the resources and the, the commitment it takes to, to really build a program. Um, 
you know, and, and as much as anything, just the character um, that's, that's here in the front office was something that, that I really wanted to find that type of partnership. And I know, you know, that's, that's why this situation, you know, I think is such a good fit for, for me personally. So um, it's, it's not often where you find, you know, a, a level of idealism that's also met with kind of a practical reality. And, and I think that's, you know, the situation that I've been fortunate enough to come into. The players, we had a chance to meet this morning. Um, I'm really, and even more so after our meeting, but it's a group that that I'm really excited to coach um, across the board. I, I think it's a group that, you know, one of the topics that Lander and I talked about was was development, and to the extent that we can develop both the players and the group um, collectively at the same time, uh, you know, it's always a challenge, but those challenges are often the most rewarding and, and the best opportunities. So. My wife's excited. Um, she spent some time uh, here in Atlanta when she was younger, and obviously the last time we were here. So, really, really looking forward to to being a part of this community as well. I'm familiar with it. I'll get a lot more familiar with it. But you know, this city is a city that um, that we're looking forward to, to to living in and moving sometime. <laughs> I got pulled away from my family for a little bit. <laughs> Right. But with that, going welcome. And we'll open it up to questions. We've got uh, Riley and we've got uh, Jay with the mic. So if you will introduce yourself and your affiliation and let Quinn get to know you and Landry as well. And uh, we'll let it go. So, Lauren, we'll begin with you. Thank you. Uh, Lauren Williams from the AJC. My question first is for Landry. Um, looking at the timing, a lot of things seem to happen very quickly. I'm curious when you identified Quinn as the top candidate in the pool that you were looking at. Yeah, so when we made our change with Nate, I had Kyle give Quinn a call. It was our first call. And going into it, I said that we wanted to be aggressive. And the reason I could say that was because we had already lined up what we were looking for in our next basketball coach. And fortunate for us, you know, getting on the phone with Quinn, you know, <laughs> He mentions humility and selflessness as core and chief to some of the character that, that he wants in and around the basketball team, as well as what we're trying to do in the front office. I was almost sold right there. So uh, it was a big moment, you know, getting to know him through that process and, uh, you know, just couldn't be more excited about it. Caleb Johnson, uh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Quinn, I'm curious, uh, what made you comfortable with joining the Hawks in, in a midseason uh, point? as it's pretty rare to happen. Yeah, it is. I think the circumstances themselves are, are even more rare. Um, you know, the, Landry referenced kind of that, although it was typically short compared to maybe a normal interview process, um, it was a normal process. It was, you know, a lot of intensive conversations. Um, and really, I think both he and myself and Tony and Kyle getting to instinctively knowing that there was things that, that we had alignment on, but then really talking about them and feeling them. And one of those things that, that didn't come out right away was, you know, how the process would work as far as, you know, when I might start. And, you know, as, as uh, I thought about it, um, I think the opportunity to come in now, um, although maybe challenging, is also an opportunity to hopefully go on a run. Um, but also, and I think these things are not mutually exclusive, uh, to begin to build a foundation, um, a culture, and 
you don't do that e even in a short period of time the interact the nba you hear the term foxhole a lot and to get in the foxhole with these guys and i think those things have the the, the opportunity to really accelerate um the building of relationships you're just you're faced with adversity and you go through it together collectively and i didn't want to wait um until next year to do that i felt like that was something that um that, that it just made sense to me to to, uh, to begin now. Hi, this question is for Quinn. This is Jamila Johnson from ATLHawksFans.com. Um, I know a little bit of time ago, but how much of your coaching is influenced by your experience as a player? Yeah, I wasn't as good, a, even though <laughs> I played against Clemson. Not, no disrespect to Clemson, but I, I'm, I, I hope I played. Um, compared to, you know, one of the things that was neat with, with this guy and Kyle is, is, you know, they were NBA players. And I um, I think any, any level you play at, um, there's certain things that you take from it. You know, whether whatever level you are at, it, it's important to you. And you go through the same challenges, um, both individually and, and with a group. You know, different group dynamics. You have a bad game, a good game, expectations. Um, so I, I think probably more than anything, um, you know, you hear people talk about being a part of something that's bigger than you. And th this game, and particularly the NBA game, and the intensity of the game, um, the, the level of competitiveness that's required, um, it has a way of, of providing that opportunity, you know, to collectively come together. And that's, you know, any of us, that, uh, there's a lot of different types of teams. Um, you know, it, it's really rewarding um, to have that experience. And it's not, you know, it's elusive as well. So that's what makes it so much, so much better. Thank you. And I would add just to that, you know, you bring it up as a former player also, you know, Quinn's pass and coaching overseas in the G League as well as obviously in the NBA, just huge for us as far as the experience and then just him being able to see different situations and giving him that broad experience for us was big time. Thank you. Uh, welcome to Atlanta, Coach Quinn. Uh, my, my name is Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times. Uh, I wanted to know what you have in such great leadership skills and, you know, a high level of coaching. This team is very young, a very young roster, and a very top-heavy with our two stars and DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. Were you able to identify some things from afar uh, before you took the opportunity and ways in which you'll help them grow on and off the court? You know, the, the interesting thing, uh, we, had, we met this morning, and one of the things I, I told the group, and I think it's true, you know, generally, but I think even more so right now, is that, you know, I have an opportunity to, to learn from them as well and, and I'm gonna need you know our staff's help the players help um, so youth can be deceiving you know we've got some guys that you know you can tell already that they want to get better and you know that to me is one of the most gratifying things about this job is a chance to you know to see players improve individually and also help them feel you know the opportunity to have the whole team be even greater than the sum of the parts and you know, again, that, as I said before, that's not always easy, um, but I think it's something that we're all focused on, even in this short period of time. Can figure that out even in one meeting. <laughs> hey, Quinn, Zach Klein, Channel 2 here in Atlanta. Good seeing you again. Welcome back. Uh, Landry mentioned you were clearly far and away the number one choice. Uh, what was the number one thing you had to be sold on in order to take the job now? 
Well, Landry referenced, you know, the word humility and selflessness, and there's certain values for all coaches and really in any organization that you identify um, and identify with. Um, and I felt like you could, the, the number of conversations, the transparency in the conversations, um, I had a chance during the course of this year to think about those things a lot. Um, there are things that um, are, are sometimes more difficult to, to define. Um, and as you get to know people, um, the innovation, the creativity, the intelligence, and more than anything, just this strong vision for, for, for what it means to build something that, uh, you know, that takes your, your sweat equity, you know. So um, that, you know, the combination of all those things, I guess it's hard to identify one. Um, but if I had a transcript of the conversations, you know, that I, I think it would become very clear that that, for me and, and, and with the players as well, you know, it was a combination of a lot of things, both personally and professionally, that, you know, that really lined up. And uh, it just made a lot of sense to me to have this opportunity. Rafael Haynes with the three-point conversion. Of course, there are challenges coming in midseason, you know, implementing your philosophy and system. But what do you see as the benefits coming in? Yeah, just to respond to the challenges, first of all, I think that the, the important thing there is to actually recognize that that's the case. It's a different situation. And I, I want to be really mindful of that in, in, in how we... Um, proceed with that process and it's uh, it, it's to me it's it, you know it's it can be as much of a challenge it would lace through that as just an opportunity and as I said before you know that you know these guys sitting over here you know that's that's I love it you know and, and our group to be you know, connected, and sometimes losing does that for you. Sometimes winning does. You know, we've won the last couple games, which is terrific. Joe's done a great job. Guys have played hard, played together. Um, but going through those things, it's it's you want to go through them. You're going to go through them eventually, and I think that's what builds the character of a team. You know, is is those moments, whether it be success or failure. And I wanted to be a part of that, one way or the other. I guess the other thing I'd add. It, it, you know, the undercurrent of that going through those things together is the opportunity to form relationships that it's different when you're having dinner with somebody than if you're going into a locker room after a big win or a tough loss. Hey, Coach, uh, Stake Shapiro from 92.9 The Game. Uh, 20 games left, there's this sense of urgency as you guys are making a playoff run uh, to move up in the conference and set yourselves up for success feels like a big challenge to learn a roster mm -hmm. and then know the league great you've only been out a few months but how big a challenge to figure out who your guys are how you want to play them and then the 20 games you have left um having not been in the league this year learning those guys and trying to move up in, in your seating in the eastern conference so how do you take on that type of challenge well i, I do remember the the east and the west and I know I'm in the East now, um, and you raise the great points. Those are all the things for me that, as you're thinking about it, um, those are the challenges, as you said, you know, to, to, as I mentioned, you know, to go on a run, to, to improve, um, you know, to win, but also, you know, to get better at the same time and lay that foundation we talked about. I, I don't think the two things are mutually exclusive, and I've, I've got to find a balance there 
Um, I, I told the players this morning, you know, I, the last thing I want to do is put too much in their heads where they stop being instinctive because we've got some guys with, with great basketball instincts. Um, so you, you, you stay familiar with the league, you know, and, and, you know, as far as I'll be watching a lot of film, trying to learn a lot. I'll be leaning on the coaches a lot. I want to talk to, you know, I want to hear what, you know, players feel good. We talked again, you know, you can listen and, and, uh, and learn. And I think it requires that. And to your point, you know, there are things actually in a short, the NBA, the one thing you can count on is change. And so even over the course of the season, you'll see it from the regular season to the playoffs. So, you know, I need to study and work and, uh, and then find a good balance with that and, and hopefully achieve a lot of those goals throughout the rest of the season. Quinn, uh, Jeff Schultz of The Athletic. Right. Welcome back. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, um, thanks. Your ability to connect with players and create a culture has been referenced often over the last several days. I'm just wondering what you've learned in the NBA about um, how you go about doing that and, mm -hmm. and the difficulty of it, obviously in a league where guys make a lot of money and yeah. sometimes the coach doesn't have a huge say. Yeah, I, I think players want to get better. <clears throat> you know, like I, I don't I think players want to get better and they want to be coached. And, you know, I, I think the relationships are what allows you, you know, to coach them effectively. And so in those things, again, it, it's part of the reason I wanted to start now. And, you know, I, I think that our group, you know, needs to just decide to trust each other. And, you know, it's incumbent upon all of us, myself, first and foremost, you know, to, to not violate that trust. And it, 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 it's surface level initially, just on a, you know, if it's something I say I'm going to do. But I think over time, you know, you, you know people by their actions. And if you're transparent, um, you know, those are the things in my mind that build those relationships it's you know being real about what you believe and understanding that you can differ with people and um to not be insecure or defensive about any of those things and that's hard i mean we're all like that i you know um it's hard for me um but that's also the probably you know when you have any relationship like that with a player or a team that's where you, you know you find a lot of gratification and uh that is Quinn Snyder, the new head basketball coach for our Atlanta Hawks. This is Dukes and Bell. You've been listening live to the introductory press conference. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about Quinn Snyder. He's going to join this show live exclusively here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game today at 4 o'clock. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game on a Monday. It's a big day in our city, man. We're introducing a new head coach. Mike and I were just talking about this um, in regards to Quinn Snyder. He's going to join us at 4 o'clock. And Mike said to me, you know, this is not like a breath of fresh air. And it is, right? Because many of you have felt like the coaching aspect of this has been the biggest issue. Whether you want to blame performance or players or the lack thereof, whatever you want to point the finger to, most people that we've had conversations with, Mike, on and off the air, and we had a lot of off-the-air conversations this weekend, people say this has been about coaching, what Nate didn't do. All right, so Nate's gone. We can't point the finger at him anymore, but we can say, what is Quinn Snyder going to come in here and do, Mike? And he's been answering these questions today, talking about, you know, listen, I thought it was important because I just tweeted it out. I put him up, see Dukes, follow Mike at Mike Bell, ATL. 
that he was talking about. I don't want to come in here and dictate. I want to learn from the players on how they can improve. He doesn't know our guys like that. You can't do that in 10 10 games and be like, here's what you have to do, and you've got to do it better. He has to hear these guys. What are you good at? What He's got to learn from these coaches. That's why, Mike, I do think this is a good idea, even though it's weird, that he's going to coach for 20 games. I mean, one of the things we got from Prunty, just two games, because he was truly the interim coach, though, it seemed like it was more of John Collins getting the pick and roll, right, or the screen and roll, and less of Capella. And again, you know Capella, Carl, we always joke around about, oh, gosh, put back, put back, <laughs> miss, put back. You know, it's just, unless it's a flush or it's an alley-oop, it's just... Yeah, he's got he's got hands of stone. We love the guy, great defender. But you know, maybe more stuff for John Collins, which is something we always said about validating his contract. And then you get back to the Dejounte Trey thing. Trey was giving you that superstar stuff. We've been saying, where's this at? Where's it at? The moments like we saw where people are comparing him to Reggie Miller two years ago. That's what you saw last night. So in the case of Nate, as you said, it's water under the bridge. But that's why back in December I was saying let's move this along because if it sounded stale to you and me, it certainly sounded stale to the guys who heard it 82 games. I mean, and that's where you had to move on. And one thing about Quinn Snyder, you guys know his rep. And now, granted, we don't have a Rudy Gobert, per se, to do some of the things they did in Utah. But there is a great offensive mindset. And I think with all these weapons we've got, we just thought we weren't really getting the imagination from Nate. That's why, even though it's a small sample size and it's going to be kind of crazy, and you said it first things first, look, you can see, I think one of the guys who's going to benefit from Quinn Snyder is going to be A.J. Griffin. Mm, I do, too. It's a good point, Mike. Um when you talk about offensive minds, okay, and, and I'm just going to give you some examples here as we talk about Quinn Snyder being introduced today. Hawks beat the Cavs Friday, 136-119. Um, Trey had 34 in that game. They turn right back around, and they win yesterday, okay, against the Nets. Wizards are up next, and we said, can they go on a run? Trey had 34 in that one. So back-to-back games where your star has had 34 points. Now, I don't know what the reasoning is. I don't know. It just feels like these last two games he's played better. But at the end of the day, this is what we've all wanted. And for Snyder, Mike, as far as being the Jazz head coach, um, you know, the other thing they did, and you said it, the Rudy Gobert factor, how big is, is that based on having the player versus the philosophy of what you want to do defensively? But they allowed the fewest points per game when he was the Jazz coach at 102. And they did that for many seasons. It wasn't like one year. They allowed the fewest points per game while he was the coach there. Um, but offensively, let's talk about this, Mike. Fifth and three-point percentage, sixth and three-point field goal attempts. He wants to shoot the three. He, he had Donovan Mitchell. He had all these guys. He wants Mike Conley. He wants to shoot the three. They want to play up-tempo. So it fits into what we want to do, but you're right. Offensively, if you're going to say we're going to draw up a play, come out of a timeout, I'm trusting that Quinn Snyder is going to be all right. Right, and we saw it, guys. I mean, there's no other way whether you want to say that it was simply fatigue, but those those really bad losses before the All-Star break, we talked about the Trey inbounds thing, and there was just some really moments where you're like, wow, this just – and look, Nate was always a great dude with us, but now, as we said, a breath of fresh air. And again, it's going to resonate certainly with us watching. It's going to resonate hopefully in that locker room. Uh, Prunty did a nice job, and now Quinn can put his stamp on it. And you've got – the good news is, guys, the East is kind of like shifting a little bit. Brooklyn is losing a little traction. They've lost two games. That's why it was such a huge win against the Nets last night, Carl. Brooklyn! Because you could argue if the Nets can't keep it on track, they could fall out of the five and out of the six and all the way down to the seven. And Miami's kind of like, you know, kind of fair to middling right now. They've lost four in a row, have the heat. Couldn't really pull off the big trade this year because they didn't have a lot of money. And then the one team you got to say and you got to respect are the Knicks. The Knicks are really hot right now. They won five in a row, and ever since Hart came over, they really things are cooking. But the point I'm getting to is you can still get into this sixth seed. I think Brooklyn might could fall out. 
and you could put that run that you and I were doing the math on. Sounds a little bit probable about uh, five or six days ago. Maybe not so. Yeah, um, if that is to happen, and, and listen, the better seating, the best seating you can possibly get is great. Um, but if that was to happen, at the end of the day, you'd probably be playing the Sixers right now. They are currently third, and so you'd have six versus three. Um, but that could change. Again, the, the Sixers could easily move into the two. Uh, mm-hmm. They're four games behind Milwaukee. or four games out of first place and, what, three and a half against, uh, uh, you know, against Milwaukee. Milwaukee's been hot. I mean, with or without Giannis. Celtics just in the park suggest legit. Rolling. You're doing it. You're right. And then, you know, there's, look, we get it. Those teams are loaded. But then again, if you take us back to when Nate took over for Lloyd Pierce, who had the expectations we're going to run off that kind of string? Nobody. You're absolutely right. All right, guys. Quinn Snyder introduced today. We're going to come back. We'll let you hear a little bit of what he had to say. He's going to join us live here at 4 o'clock. Um, comes over, winning record, six playoff appearances, numerous Coach of the Month awards while he was there. He's got the pedigree. Can he get through to our star? That is really the big question. And we're going to let you hear what he said about relationships with players when we come back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Four seconds to go. Trey, tricky dribbles, drives, fakes, fires at the buzzer. It hits, and the Hawks win! The Hawks win! The Atlanta Hawks have won! Trey Young gets the basket from the foul line, and the Hawks win! 129 to 127. Needed it. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're going to need a lot more of that as we head into the playoffs. Uh, right now, again, playing tournament, but plenty more games to uh, to play. We're talking about the introductory press conference of, of Quinn Snyder. Uh, he just You just heard him live here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game at the presser. He's going to join Mike and I on the show here coming up at 4 o'clock. But um, I do want you to hear a couple of things that he said uh, as we address some of the things about what Quinn's going to come in here and do. And I know it's unusual. Again, everybody's like, is he starting tomorrow? He is. Okay. With the old staff. Correct. So he will be head coach tomorrow against the Wizards and then moving forward against the Blazers on Friday, et cetera, et cetera. Here's what he said about developing relationships, okay? I don't know what you think happened with LP. Don't care. It's not here. I don't know what you thought happened with Nate. Now it doesn't matter because he's not here. But it matters what Quinn Snyder is going to do with these young guys and specifically our star. Here's what he said about 
building and developing relationships. I think players want to get better and they want to be coached. And, you know, I think the relationships are what allows you, you know, to coach them effectively. And so in those things, again, it's part of the reason I wanted to start now. And, you know, I think that our group, you know, needs to just decide to trust each other. And, you know, it's incumbent upon all of us, myself, first and foremost, you know, to, to not violate that trust. And it, 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 it's surface level initially, just, on a, you know, if it's something that I say I'm going to do. But I think over time, you know, you, you know people by their actions. And if you're transparent, um, you know, those are the things in my mind that build those relationships, it's, you know, being real about what you believe and understanding that you can differ with people and um, to not be insecure or defensive about any of those things. And that's hard. I mean, we're all like that. I, you know, um, it's hard for me. Um, but that's also the, probably, you know, when you have any relationship like that with a player or a team, that's where, you know, you find a lot of gratification. It might be the best and most important thing he's going to say all day including whatever he's going to say to Mike and I. Relationships allow you to coach them effectively. It's what you didn't think Nate had with Trey. For whatever reason, that was split. And we saw it when he decided to not be at a game earlier mm. in the season and Trey, and there was a miscommunication. The point is, he's coming in and saying, this is what's going to allow me to coach them effectively. I've got to build these relationships. But, guys, it's just like your life. It takes two. You can't go home to whoever you go home to and expect them to do or treat you a certain way if you don't treat them a certain way. So, Mike, it goes both ways. And what I'm saying is, for whatever discretions Trey may have had with the previous regimes, right. it's a clean slate. You could argue that Lloyd, because he was a first-time head coach, you know, he was an assistant with the Sixers, and they talked about him developing talent and defense. Remember, that was kind of the, the, the idea behind the Pierce hiring. And that didn't work out here. And then Nate came in and had tremendous success. But Nate is old school. I mean, the definition of old school. To the point where you and I feel it's almost like, yeah, it looks like you're watching basketball in the 90s. You know, some of the things mm. had to evolve a little bit. And so I think it's human nature in some parts to trait, sort of tune out. But if you're the leader, you got to get everybody on board. That was my point. We'll talk more about that coming up. And getting Trey on board, everybody on the same page. I mean, DeJounte Murray and John Collins talked about everybody getting on the same page Wednesday. He did. They did. You know, his words, not mine, okay? I'm not trying to run somebody out of town. I want everybody giving max effort. I want some leadership, even though guys don't understand. I think guys who see, as long as the dude's putting up 30, and again, these last two games have been amazing. Trey's doing that. I'll get off his jock and never say another word about it. But leadership is something you can't quantify. And that's what something I thought was missing last week. But now you get a coach in here, you're right. How do they forge this relationship? Because if Nate was kind of one extreme and Lloyd was maybe another one, I think, you know, Quinn Snyder's a guy, Carl, he's played, he's relatable to young players, having coached in the college game, you know, developing players. And he's also, I just think he's a brilliant offensive mind. And the half court is where we've been struggling. So, I mean, that's, I think all the guys should get on board with that. Well, here's my thing about half-court offense. It doesn't matter to the playoffs. Like, really, as your season goes along, you're working on things and you're right. doing things. But, Mike, in the playoffs, I'm going to take away what you do good. What you do best, I'm taking that away. I need, I need you to be able to run plays to get buckets in the playoffs when it gets tough, right? And that is something that I think he does a really good job of. It's something Bud did a really good job of and does a really good job of. Why? Well, that's why he's got a championship-caliber team. Now, it helps he's got Giannis, but you look around the league and you start saying, those are the guys. Like, coaching in the NBA, if you were to say over an 82-game season, yeah, there's, there's a few games. That's playoffs. 
That's when I need you. Right. The timeouts, the inbounds plays. That's teams take away your stuff. Absolutely. Right. The, the offensive plays, that's when I need you. And that already has to be formulated. That just can't be something you go, well, here, I think we can run this. So I, I'm with you. I think that is going to improve under Quinn Snyder. Because, I mean, part of the reason DeJounte Murray is here is because the Heat took Trey Young away. If you go back to that five-game series that lost to Miami. We didn't have another ball handler. That's something yep. about we talked about DeAndre Hunter's emergence. And look, see, that's another thing. We, I mentioned I think A.J. Griffin benefits from this. Uh, I do wonder if you and I have been begging and, and trying to scratch our heads, what the heck's going on with the inconsistency of DeAndre Hunter? Can Quinn Snyder get that production to be consistent yeah. night in, night out? Yeah. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. Talking about Quinn Snyder, um, he was asked, why start now? One of those things that, that didn't come out right away was, you know, how the process would work as far as, you know, when I might start. And, you know, as, as uh, I thought about it, um, I think the opportunity – to come in now, um, although maybe challenging, is also an opportunity to hopefully go on a run. Um, but also, and I think these things are not mutually exclusive, uh, to begin to build a foundation, um, a culture, and you don't do that e- even in a short period of time. The interact, the NBA, you hear the term foxhole a lot, and to get in the foxhole with these guys. And I think those things have the, the, the opportunity to really accelerate um, the building of relationships. You're just you're faced with adversity and you go through it together collectively. And I didn't want to wait um, until next year to do that. I felt like that was something that um, that, that it just made sense to me to to, uh, to begin now. I agree. Why wait? Time's not waiting. Why wait? You're going to wait. And then get through the offseason. I'm with him on this. And, and if nothing comes of it, let's just say we don't improve, Mike. We stay in the same spot we're in in the East. Maybe we're one and done. I don't know. But I still agree with the idea of him starting now. I just love it. I mean, we think we, we thought back in August this team was going to be a four seed at, or, or better in the Eastern Conference. And obviously a lot of inconsistency, a lot of one step forward, two steps back. And, you know, Capella got banged up for a little bit. But I'm with you. I just think this is – and by the way, we've been banging on the kind of the, the perceived dysfunction of the organization and who's calling the shots. And Landry Fields, obviously, this is his thing. Kyle Korver was involved in this, by the way. But I, I got that from the press conference today. But i got to be honest. Uh, whether, you know, Tony Wrestler's son, Nixon, this was a, let's, for lack of a better word, ballsy move. You jump the rest of the NBA to get the guy you want, Quinn Snyder, and now you see what the guy can do. I got no problem with it. It's, it's, it's something that's pretty cool, if I'm honest, as opposed to flogging Nate out there and nothing happening for the next two or yeah, three weeks. Just stay in the course. It right. just it didn't feel right. Coming up in 10 minutes, we're going to talk about what you want us to talk about, and that's what happened this weekend. And we're going to talk about it and address it. And we're also going to talk about what was said about this show. We got the streets talking, Mike. Real talk. The streets are all like, oh! Ten minutes. We're going to talk about it. So you want to know what we think? You want to know where we're going? Stay right there. Quinn Snyder also talked about he held a players meeting. First meeting with the players. And he was asked about, well, what do you say? Well, well, you know, you're taking over. What was his message today to the players? You know, the, the interesting thing, uh, we had, we met this morning, and one of the things I, I told the group, and I think it's true, you know, generally, but I think even more so right now, is that, you know, I have an opportunity to, to learn from them as well. And, and I'm going to need 
you know, our staff's help, the players' help. Um, so youth can be deceiving. You know, we've got some guys that, you know, you can tell already that they want to get better. And, you know, that to me is one of the most gratifying things about this job is the chance to, you know, to see players improve individually and also help them feel, you know, the opportunity to have the whole team be even greater than the sum of the parts. And, you know, again, that, as I said before, that's not always easy. Um, but I think it's something that we're all focused on, even in this short period of time. Can figure that out even in one meeting. <laughs> one meeting. Mm. He'll have plenty more. They'll start to get ready uh, as they already have today as for the Wizards tomorrow, and then the Trailblazers on Friday. All right, we got a big show. No, I don't mean like today. We've got the biggest show in the city. We've got one of the biggest shows in the country. It's been recognized. I don't want to sit here and stroke ourselves, but the facts are the facts. So when we come back, we're going to talk about what you are wondering about. What does Dukes and Bell think about what happened this weekend? Mm. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> stay right there. And I thought Mike has done a great job, and Carl. They're the you know biggest radio show in Atlanta by far. Understand, the ratings aren't even close. They are the number one show in the city. They have tens and tens of thousands of people. They win their day, their time slot every single time, and they dominate, and they are a big lightning rod show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.